I am, I love this gospel tonight. I think it's so practical because what it is saying is don't do anything that's going to cause you to lose eternity. Because everything you have, even your body, is going to rot away. So it doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank. If you go to hell, it's not going to do you any good. And if you go to heaven, it's not going to do you any good. Because everything's free in heaven. Don't tell that because some of the non-believers will jump on, you know. But <clears throat> the key in this gospel is don't get caught up with the things of the world because they corrode. They collapse on themselves. That second reading from James, that's a, that's a powerful reading because it says everything you have is going to be gone. Nothing's going to last. And the gospel says, so keep your eyes focused on that which is eternal. Now, I especially like that because as most of you know, I've been gone for the last two weeks. And no, I didn't miss any of you. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to start lying about it now, you know. <clears throat> But I went with some friends and we walked the Camino. And the Camino is the road of St. James. And it's interesting because as we were walking this, we started talking about things. What are, what are you getting out of this? What are, why are we doing this? Why are we walking? For We walked somewhere between 85 and 87 miles. And they said, what are we getting out of this? And we started talking about, isn't it wild that we are walking in the same roads, the same ditches, the same whatever, that St. James did, one of the apostles. Isn't that phenomenal? And if we start talking about it, it was an honor. It was an honor to do it. It was beautiful. And um, some of us were in better health than others, but it didn't matter. Everybody just kind of took their time, and we walked with God. And as we started talking about it, we got talking about the things that, you know, St. James had a much different time because there were actually some roads that we walked on. There were actually a couple of highways that could have killed you on too, by the way, because they give you about that much room. And when they come, you got to step out and hope, you know. <clears throat> but through the whole thing, you saw the hand of God. And that's what we were talking about. We said, you know what? It's so much easier for us today than it ever was for the apostles when they went out. And yet sometimes in fear, we're afraid to speak. And so... I think the challenge from this gospel today is to say, am I open to the presence of God in my daily life? Is my life changed because I'm realizing God in my life? One of the guys who went with us took, I, it must have taken him days to do this. He had all these little stars that were origami things that he had folded up, and inside he had put a message in it. And we each got five a day. Okay, so five times a day we would stop and he would give them or we'd reach in and grab one out. And they were scripture passages. They were quotes from people who had walked the Camino 400 years ago. And it was one of those things to inspire people to continue to go on. But there's six of us. So that took 300 of those stars. And I thought, I can't believe to be honest with you, I never would have done that for this group of people. I love them all. We've traveled a lot together in our lives. It would have never dawned on me to spend hour after hour after hour doing that. And that's the challenge here. The challenge is, am I not only seeing God in my daily life, but am I bringing God to others 
in my daily life. Let me give you an example. After we had been there, we went to see um, north in, in Spain, up to Oviedo, and that's where there's a facial cloth of Christ. And we, it was all planned out because they show it three times a year, and one of them is on the Feast of the Triumph of the Cross. We were there, we went to the Mass, and they brought it out. It's about this wide, it's about this high, and they brought it out, and they held it out there for about 15 minutes, and then they put it away. But it was interesting because if you know anything about the Shroud of Turin and you started looking at it, you could see where they fit together, and you could see where the blood spots were the same on the Shroud of Turin and on the Samaria. And so I tell you that because it was pretty, it was pretty interesting. It's very interesting, and it was something that kind of enriched our lives but we were exhausted after all this walking and after all of this, you know, drinking beer late at night and, um, <clears throat> you know, wine on top of hotel roofs. And I, I will tell you that we did not, um, we didn't take the primitive path because I have heart conditions, you know, and I got to watch what I do. And so it was easier to hire somebody to move our luggage from place to place and to sleep in beds and, you know, have a nice dinner. So we did cheat just a little bit. We did walk all the, the 85, 86, 87 miles. <clears throat> However, at the end of the whole Camino, we were talking about it, and we were literally driving to the airport. And we're about halfway, a little over halfway to the airport, and we're in Madrid, and um, the phone rings. And it's a little alert that our plane is now three hours going to be late. So I think, oh, that's great. Now, instead of getting it at 2 o'clock in the morning, we'll get it at 5 o'clock in the morning. And so as we get to the airport, it rings again, and it says, your flight has been canceled. And two of the women who were with us were doctors, and one of them said, I have to be back to the hospital tomorrow morning. We said, leave it in God's hands. Just leave it in God's hands. There's nothing we can do right now. We walked in. We went over to the United desk, and we said, here's what's happened. What do we do? The lady said, I have no idea, but I'll find out. And she gets on her computer and she's clicking away. And all at once she turns and she smiles and she says, I found a flight. I don't understand why you're flying into Newark in the first place. And the woman who organized this whole thing <clears throat> said, because we were told there were no um, direct flights from, bar, um, from anywhere in Spain, especially Madrid, which is their biggest airport, um, to the United States in the Midwest, so in other words, Chicago. And she said, that's interesting, because I just signed you up for six, flight, six people, all in, this, all in the same row, all together, and it's leaving in an hour and a half. And she said, have you been through everything? And we said, well, no, but we can. And we got on that plane, and it brought us home six hours earlier so we got home at about uh, 7 o'clock in the evening instead of 2 o'clock in the morning, or 5 o'clock in the morning when it had been postponed. And I smiled and I said, well, that certainly was the hand of God because none of us did anything to deserve that. <clears throat> okay. That's the point that the scriptures are all about. God works in our daily life and we're not paying attention. And the challenge becomes in our daily lives not only to look for them, but to seek them out. 
and then to give glory to God that he's given to, him, to us. Because God works in our lives, and when we act like we don't appreciate it, why would he continue to work? Today, let today be a great day to go out and seek and find Christ in your daily life, even tonight, and to realize that God is always with us, and he's counting on us to spread his good news.